Hello there, this is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. Our reading this morning is going to be taken from Genesis chapter 7, and I'll read from verse 7. The Bible says, So Noah, that's a name. You have a name. He said, Noah, his sons, that's three sons, and his wife, and and his son's wives, so eight of them, went into the ark because of the waters of the flood. I want you to know that you were numbered when you came into lockdown. And in the name of Jesus, everyone numbered with you will still come out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And quickly in Genesis chapter 8, we'll read 1 to 4. The Bible says, then God remembered Noah. God remembered Noah. This morning, I want you to know that God remembers you. He knows you. He knows your situation and your state. And God will never forget you or forget your state. He remembered Noah and everything, every living thing that was with him and all the animals that were with him. God remembered Noah and everything. He remembered you. He remembers your business. Whatever state it is right now, God remembers it. You think God's forgotten. No, God can never forget you. He said, God made a wind to pass over the earth and the water subsided. Wow. God made a wind to pass over the earth. I want you to understand that whatever is going on across the world right now, all it takes is a wind from God. Whatever the evil wind is blowing that thinks it's having upper hand, God is about to blow the wind right now. I see the wind of God coming over every circumstance of your life and that thing will be subsided in the name of Jesus. Listen, the Bible said in verse 2, he said the fountains of the deep and the windows of heaven were also stopped. Now, when you talk about windows of heaven, we want God to open the windows to send down blessing. But here, he says that the windows of heaven were stopped. Which means the windows we are talking about this time around, it's not a favorable window. It's not the things that are favorable from the deep. And I see God stopping, stopping every unfavorable uh, rain that is coming upon the land in Jesus' name. Why? Because rain should mean blessing. But this particular one is one that has brought so much death and destruction. But God said it must subside. I see God putting an end to every plague in Jesus' name. Verse 3 says, And the waters receded continually from the earth. We are in a time of recession. What am I talking about? Every evil thing that's had an upper hand, I decree, I prophesy in the name of Jesus. As we come into this season of Easter, it will begin to subside in the name of Jesus. The Bible said at the end of 150 days, the waters decrease. Five months in the mighty name of Jesus. From its beginning, five months, it said it decreased across the earth. Wherever it's been mentioned, whatever it represents, he said it will stop in the name of Jesus. Some people are talking about, oh, this will go on to the end of the year. I said it will not in the name of Jesus. He said, and the ark rested on the seventh month. Now listen to me, my friend. The ark rested on the seventh month, on the seventh day of the month, on the mountain of Ararat. I said that when this is all over, 
you will be standing on an elevation in Jesus' name. When this is all over, God will lift you and exalt your position in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This morning, the title of my exhortation is still standing after this. Part three. Still standing after this. Now, it is usually said that there is nothing that is new under heaven. Well, why is that so? Because it might be new to you, it might be new to me. And I want you to understand that there is nothing new. The fact that I'm standing in this empty auditorium and I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to you right there where you are in your home. And I'm here by myself. I want you to understand that God is with you. God is with me. Because we have to understand it might seem new, but it is not new to God. It's not new to God that God can put a man in an island by himself. That's John in the island of Patmos. But God was there with him. I think God is here with us. God is there with you this morning. I thank God for the season that we are in because we are learning new things that God is working on. Hallelujah. So anytime that you find yourself in a moment that it appears new, it appears difficult, it appears even dark and blurry, God has got a comprehensive plan. God has a comprehensive plan for you, for me, even in this season. All we need, my dear friends, is we need to understand the prayer of Paul. That Paul prayed for the church in Ephesians. He said that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. I pray that your eyes, your understanding will be enlightened in Jesus' name. I pray that you and I, we know what God wants us to do in this season and how to do it. You know, one of the things that God is doing in this season unprecedented scientific discoveries are going on. Did you know that? When men are trying to find solutions in the midst of mysteries and confusion, one of the things that God does, God allows men to discover what they were not looking for. He said, I was busy looking for God on the right side, but he was walking on the left. There are things being discovered right now, solutions to man's problems that were never, never expected before. You know, while this season may be unprecedented and it's painful for many people, and that's true for all of us. But one thing I want you to know, when this is over, we will be standing on an elevation better than how we started it. There are solutions to medical problems that were never known before, which in the course of looking for COVID-19 solutions, men will be finding them. There are business ideas that are being developed right now. Did you know that? There are educational policies being put together right now that we didn't have before. Even church can never remain the same. Why? Because whenever the enemy comes to hit, God has a better plan. All this is moving man towards God's final end. Hallelujah. I just thank God that the devil can never, never have the last say. So in this season... I want you to understand that great things are happening even though it seems unknown to man before. But there is really nothing that is unknown. It may be unknown to you, but God has a plan through his word. The written word of God, he has a master plan and a strategy which we need to walk through. Now remember, for those people who are part of our ministry or who followed our recent convention, the image that we used in our advert for our last convention Above all limits convention 2020 was that of a butterfly. Butterfly that is coming out of its last reproductive stage. Now that last stage is actually called the cocoon. But butterfly goes into a cocoon and then it comes out. I see that last stage as a quarantine stage. 
the butterfly goes into quarantine stage before its final release. While it's in quarantine, the butterfly feels I am cut off from flying, displaying my beautiful wings. While it is in quarantine, it feels I'm cut off from fulfilling the things I want to do. But you know, that actually is the most transform transformational stage of its life. Because the dreams that this insect, this winged insect carries is still in there. Many of us during our last meeting, we encountered prophetic words, dreams, ideas, and we were ready to fly. But now you find yourself in a quarantine. But I want you to know, when we come out of this season, you are going to fly with new dreams. You are going to go higher than you have ever been before. The world is about to see you. The world is about to experience you because we come out in a beautiful way in the name of Jesus. Don't lose your imagination. Don't lose your expectation. Don't lose your determination because you are coming out of this season in Jesus' name. Now, when we were young and growing up, and even my parents' time, the greatest thing we learned about history that shaped human history was the time of the World World War and the World World War I, World World War II. That's one of the greatest things, and I'm not really a, a great historian, but that's one of the things I remember about history. And during that time, or after that time, the world never remained the same. Things were changed. Things were developed. Ideas occurred. Nations were birthed. New levels of businesses occurred after those encounters. Now, what is going on right now across the world? with this coronavirus pandemic. What is going on right now? I want you to understand that it's going to lead, I believe, it can lead to the birthing of things that will shape the 21st century more than any time before. Why? Because after the thing hits the world like this, nobody ever remained the same. God always birthed a new level into a greater high because everything that can be questioned is being questioned right now. Right now, Nations are reviewing things. The nature of warfare is being revealed. Military might is being tested. Capacity is being stretched. There are people doing things now they never knew they could do before. Everybody is coming into a, a time of reaching deeper on the inner man. I'm bringing out fresh ideas. I want you to know that you are not exempted. Because out of this period... God is going to bath new business ideas in you. God is going to bath new ability to call upon God, reach out to God. That's what is happening at this time. You know, one of the things that is happening right now is God is making nations to know about new things, about political will to help the poor. That's one of the things that is happening. Policies have been put in place to help ordinary man. Now, that didn't happen before. What was considered a political opinion or political opponent are actually becoming allies right now. Nations that are weak are going to become stronger. Why? Because everybody is learning to call upon God. Everybody is looking internally and surviving. That's what God called you to do. Listen, you might be right there listening to me. But I want you to understand that that proverbial butterfly may be caught right now in a cocoon. But you are coming out. You are coming out better and more beautiful. Your wings will stretch. Your beauty will be revealed to the world. Why? How do I know that? On this day of our thanksgiving and communion, we have come to bless God and to thank him. Somebody might say, but why are we thanking him? We are still locked down. 
We are still in this situation. That's interesting. And that's actually what brings me to our text today. Because Noah and his family, they were locked down. They were in an ark. But they had every reason to thank God. You, my friend, have every reason to thank God. You know why? Because if he brought me in, he will take me out. God who brought you this far he is able to take you out because he is not a God who will abandon you in the middle of the stream. God has a capacity. That reminds me of the 23rd Psalm. This is David speaking. David said, though I walk through the valleys of shadows of death. Listen to me. I am walking through this one. I am not dying in this ark. I am not dying in this lockdown. I am coming out to the other side. I am coming out to the other side. You will come out in Jesus' name. I know the waters are all around me. I know the waters are all around me. The waters are shaking all over. But I want you to know, my ark may be thrown up and down. But I'm coming out of this situation. I may have death being shouted outside. I may be hearing screams on the other side. But in the ark here, I am safe. I want you to know, my dear friends, a thousand may fall on the right side. Ten thousand on the other side. The Lord will keep you. How do I know? How do I know that I'm going to come out of this one? It's because, my dear friends, God locked me on the inside. God brought me. He numbered us. He named me. He named me, my wife, my sons, my sons' wives. God named every member of your family. If they walk in into that house, you will not carry them out in Jesus' name. Come on, shout amen, somebody. Hallelujah. It's very important that we know something about God. How do I know I am coming out of this situation? Because the Bible says in Genesis chapter 8, verse 1, it said God remembered Noah. Listen to me. Sometimes when people are in a position for a long time, human beings can forget them. But God remembered you. God still remembers you. He remembers your business. He remembers your plans you had before you went into the ark. He remembers every single thing. All your goals you set in January. God remembers. He remembers everything about your life. And God says he needs to bring you into a new life. He prepared it. God is always intentional about his children. There is nothing that can catch him unawares. You and I, he may have caught us unawares, but not God. There are things God has allowed us to do before this period, which is necessary for this period. There are experiences we have had. There are knowledge we have gained. There are new knowledge to gain. Ignoring the ark, Noah will have studied more about the animals. Noah will have observed more of the things going on, things which he never had time to observe before. By the time you walk through the ark a number of times, you have gained more details, more knowledge about what God can do. And that's exactly what we're about to look at today. I thank God for every moment that God is keeping you and I away from the danger on the outside. He knows that there is death in the water. He knows there is death in the air. He knows there is death out there. But the Lord will sustain you. The Lord will keep you. He will watch over your house when you go out for everyone who has to go out. Every one of us who have to reach out to the community and bring the unlocked word of God to the nations. God will watch over you in the mighty name of Jesus. God is still at work. You know why? Because the Bible says God let the air blow. He allowed the wind to blow. And the water receded. One of the things you must understand. No matter what professionals are saying. 
No matter what they are saying about the curve will be this much. About this weekend will be the highest one. I want to understand that there is a wind of God that can blow over the land. And I prophesy, no matter how long they thought the pain will last for, I said there will be a cutting shot in the name of Jesus. God is still at work. If he did it before, he would do it again. A few months ago, we thought that China was gone. But China is coming out. He's come out even, I will say. Therefore, I know that we will come out of this in Jesus' name. This nation, United Kingdom, we come out. Italy, we come out. It might be death you are seeing, but I say the story will change. Then every nation shall be rebuilt again in the name of Jesus. God told us you will hear rumors of war. He said, but the end is not yet. It's not yet time to pack up and fly. Quarantine was not originally man's idea. Not at all. Would that surprise you? That actually it was God who started this idea of keeping people into an enclosure. It was God. Whenever God allows his children to go into a quarantine, he always does this for an end. The end of it is to bring them into deliverance. Bring them into a preservation. Bring them into a greater purpose. I pray at the end of this you will be delivered. Delivered of everything that chased you before now. Delivered of everything that threatened your business, threatened your existence. You will be delivered in the name of Jesus. That's why quarantine is not man's idea. The solution to now, while God will open the mind of scientists to know some verses, but the final and, and the longer solution still lies in the hand of God. Hallelujah. The only spiritual fortification is the blood of Jesus. And this morning, why we are trusting God to enlighten all the people who are doing researches to bring out vaccines. I want to share with you seven important elements of the spiritual vaccines for this time. There are seven crucial things before we go to the table of the Lord I want to leave in your hands. Very, very important. Come with me to the book of Isaiah 59, verse 19 to 21. Isaiah 59 Verse 19 to 21. The Bible says, So they shall fear the name of the Lord from the west to the east as his glory from the rising of the sun. That's the east. He said, When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift his standard against him. <laughs> that is a good place for you to shout amen. He said, The Redeemer will come to Zion. And to those who turn from transgression in Jacob. As for me, saith the Lord, this is my covenant with them. My spirit who is upon you. And my words which I put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth. From the mouth of your descendants. Nor from the mouth of your descendants' descendants. Saith the Lord, from this time and forevermore. Seven important elements, spiritual verses that we need to have. For this season. Number one is the fear of the Lord. My dear friends, one of the things that is going on in this season and time. Is even when the enemy hits, God will use the moment to glorify his own name. The first thing that we must understand God's agenda. Is that the fear of the Lord must return to the nations. And return to his church. The fear of the Lord, not the fear of the virus. The fear of the Lord, not the fear of the silver and gold. Which are the gods of the nation. The nation has gone in directions. We have felt so full of ourselves over the years. The church has become self-reliant in many ways. 
God's people have thought, well, it's the end that was prophesied. But in the midst of all this, the first thing that will keep you alive, alive is the fear of the Lord. You must fear the God who can strike without bullets. That's why we are fighting an enemy. An enemy we don't even know, we don't even understand. Every day is mutating. That must tell you, my dear friends, only God has a final answer. The fear of the Lord. That's the first vaccine that we must carry now and carry beyond now. The Bible tells us in Job 28, verse 28, the people. He said, behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. May you receive the wisdom of God in Jesus' name. To depart from evil is what? Is understanding. The Bible said in Psalm 34, the seventh verse. He said, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. May the angel of the Lord encamp around your home. May he encamp around you when you go to work, when you come in, when you go out. May the angel of the Lord uphold you and keep you. Because you fear the Lord. May he deliver you in the name of Jesus. Number two, because of our time. The second important element of this vaccine, call upon the name of the Lord. My dear friends, you may say, I don't know how to pray. That's important. That's one of the reasons for the season. Many people only go to church because somebody will pray for them. They go to church because we enjoy the corporate prayer. That's important. But God wants you to be the one praying too. You must learn to go to God before you go to church. You have to learn to call upon the name of the Lord. The Bible said in Joel chapter 2, verse 32, he said, it shall come to pass that whoever, look at that word, whoever, the young, the old, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. My dear friends, if you call upon God's name, he will save you. He said, for in Mount Zion, I love this, and in Jerusalem, there shall be deliverance. I said, as you call upon God in that hospital, as you call upon God in that place of work, as you call upon God in that room, call upon God, he will answer you. He said, call upon me and I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2 verse 21, he says, it shall come to pass that whoever calls upon the name of, I love the word whoever. You may have been invited to this broadcast for the first time. Maybe you never prayed before. Today is a good day for you to call upon the name of the Lord. That's one of the reasons why God is allowing the church to go global. That's one of the reasons why he has scattered his people so that the church of God can be salt and light. Call upon the name of the Lord this day. In that house, you've never had a family devotion. This is a good day to call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. Number three, the Holy Spirit which is in me. Hallelujah. This is the third vaccine. The Holy Spirit. He said the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord. I want you to understand this third dimension. You must get acquainted with the Holy Spirit. In the Bible, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was upon them. But in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit is within them. The Holy Spirit is within us. It's on the inside of us. You must allow the Holy Spirit to quicken you. It is the Holy Spirit that will show you the things God is saying. It's the Holy Spirit that will tell you when you walk, when you wake up, when you are awake or you are asleep. It's the Holy Spirit that will tell you that is that. It will strengthen you. It will enclose you. He will show you the ideas that are coming. There are great things God is revealing to all of us in this season. So we need this vaccine. It's the Holy Spirit that will inoculate you. I love that. The Holy Spirit is a enabler. 
He will enable you. He will show you the things that are yet to come. So you need the understanding of the Holy Spirit. Number four, the redeeming blood of Jesus as your covering. This is important. He said the redeemer will come to Zion. The redeemer will, what does it say? I speak the redeeming power of God over your house. The covering power of the blood of Jesus. He redeemed you by his blood. He shed his blood to save you. To save mankind. And when you have the blood covering you. He said when I see the blood. I will pass over you. I see the covering of the blood over your children. In the name of Jesus. You must understand. As the songwriter wrote a song. He said the blood of Jesus that he shed for me. Way down on Calvary. The blood that never loses power. He said it flows from the highest mountain to the lowest valley. This morning, why don't you begin to wave your hand? Bless God's name for the blood. The blood of Jesus. He will never, never, never lose his power. Never, never, never. That blood is available. That blood will heal you right now. That blood will save you right now. The redeeming power of the blood. It cleanses. He heals. He makes whole. I thank you, Lord, for the blood. You wake up every day. Thank God for the blood. When you walk out, thank God for the blood. I give God the praise for the redeeming power of the blood of Jesus. Number five. The power of the Lord to lift up a standard against the enemy. This is important. Many people are just glorifying what the devil is doing. They are glorifying the devil rather for what he's doing. They are glorifying the devil. They are talking about so many deaths. They are talking about so many bad things happening. But you know what? You must understand. The higher they come, the, the, the harder they will fall in the name of Jesus. The Bible said that God will raise the standard. When the enemy comes like a flood, my God will raise up a standard against them. I speak the standard raised against the enemies over your life in the name of Jesus. He will raise the standard only through the power. Power in the name of Jesus. The power of the Lord shall lift up a standard. He will lift up a standard to defend you. To defend your family. Can you imagine the ark? The way the water was throwing it up and down. But while he was doing that, instead of the ark disappearing or scattering, underneath it is the everlasting arm of God. Oh my goodness, I see the arm of God upholding your household. In the name of Jesus, he will raise a standard in Jesus' name. Sometimes the enemy that you can't see, you don't even know where it's coming from. You're not allowed to touch, you're not allowed to shake, you're not allowed to hug, you're not allowed to do all that in this season, which is important. But there are things we don't even know where the enemy can come from. That's why God raises his standard. I see the standard of God raised over your household. We are supposed to raise the standard of hygiene. This is important. We must do that. But there is an invisible standard. I see it raised in Jesus' name. You know why? The Bible said in 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. He said, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong. On behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. So God is saying that when your heart is stayed loyal to God. He will raise a standard. Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 125 verse 2. Psalm 125 verse 2. It says, as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. I see the Lord surrounding you. It is called a standard race. 
a standard race. When you go to work, the standard shall be raised. When you lie down, the standard shall be raised. When you walk the field, the standard shall be raised. In the name of Jesus, as we go into this week of Easter, no matter what the professionals are prophesying, I prophesy a higher standard of defense. In the name of Jesus, over the nation, over the church, over your house, over your work, a greater standard of God in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Luke chapter 21 verse 18, he said, well, not the hair of your head shall be lost. I decree in Jesus' name there shall be no barrier in this house. Noah, his wife, and three sons and three wives went in. They all came out. We shall all come out to rejoice. When this is all over, we will celebrate. We will celebrate with new babies. We will celebrate with new dreams, new businesses, new ideas, new levels of promotions. In Jesus' mighty name. Not a hair will be lost. Not an old will be lost. Not a young one will be lost. Not a man, not a woman. In Jesus' mighty name. Number six. Very important. It says, Redeemer to Zion, who will turn transgression in Jacob, says the Lord, as for me, fear the Lord, this is my covenant with them, my spirits upon you, my words, which I have put in your mouth. Number six, the anointed word of God. The anointed word of God in my heart and in my mouth. It is a weapon for this season. My dear friends, it's good to listen to the news, but fill your mouth with the words of God. Fill your testimonies with the word of God. Let it be what God has said that is guiding you. Wash your mouth with God's word. The Bible says in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. He said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You will meditate upon it day and night. This is a time, my dear friends, for you to meditate more. Read more of God's word. Spend time in God's word. Have longer family devotion. Fill the heart, fill your heart with memories. Scriptures is very important. The Bible said in Psalm 119, verse 89, He said, Forever, oh Lord, your word is settled. Listen to me. Coronavirus will not be forever. God's word will be forever. This season will come and go. I see the word of God will stand sure. Everything in life can come and go, but the word of the Lord will stand sure. This is a time. I believe forever, oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. It is settled in Jesus' name. The Bible said in Isaiah 40, verse 8, it said, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of the Lord stands sure. Did you see that? The word of the Lord stands sure. The flower withers. The sickness may come, it will go. Are you listening to me now? Everything you see will come and shake, but God's word will stand forever. The word of the Lord will stand forever. Lastly, the Bible says in Matthew 24, verse 35, it says, heaven and earth will pass away, but not a dot. Heaven and earth will pass away, not a dot. Whatever you think you know now will go. But God's word will stand. That's why it's the vaccine you need for now and forever forever. Last but not the least. God says this word must be in your mouth. In the mouth of your children. The mouth of your descendants. And your descendant descendants. This seventh one is very important. Why? History is being made right now under our own eyes. We were not here at World War I. Many of us were not here for World War II. But we are here. We are here at COVID-19. 
We are seeing what's going on. And we will tell the stories how we overcame. We will tell stories to our grandchildren. Our grandchildren will tell stories to their grandchildren. They will talk about what daddy did, what mommy did, how they gathered us for prayer, how we stood in our family. They will talk about what we did when we were locked down. Why? Because God said, this story must be told to your children. So the seventh point, the responsibility of committing this reality to the next generation. We have a responsibility, not just to survive, but for us to thrive. For us to tell our children what God is doing. For us to tell our children what will happen hereafter. They are part of history right now. We are writing history. We must commit God's word. What are the promises of God for this season? Commit it to your children. The time has come, my dear friends. Not for you to allow the children to be in one room. Lock them in one room in a game. While you are praying. No, 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 no. Wake them up. Get them seated. Fill them with God's word. Sit them around your TV as you watch this broadcast, how long it will take. I don't know, but everybody must come to church in your home. It's time for you to turn those children to be people who carry the word to their next generation. We will not always be here, but the history will remain and God's word will remain. As I begin to round up. So when God called for current time, in Egypt, as he was about to take his children out of Egypt in Exodus chapter 12. It was a night of plague in the land. But he speared his own people. I see God spearing you. I see God covering you in this season. And when he will cover you, he covers you with the blood. In Exodus 12, the Bible said in verse 11, Thus you shall eat it. With a belt, as we come to the communion table. He said, with a belt on your waist and the sandals on your feet. And the staff in your hand. I know this talks about physical things, belt, shoes. While they have physical connotations. But more importantly, they have spiritual importance. It speaks about urgency. It speaks about commitment. Get ready to commit to go. We know that the belt is a belt of righteousness. The sandals, we shut our feet with the gospel of truth. He said, the staff is the word of God. We know that. He said, so you shall eat it in a haste. It's the Lord's Passover. I see death passing over. It will not be numbered in your house. Your postcode will not be listed as one of those people. I will pass through the land of Egypt. On that night, I will strike at the firstborn of the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. The gods of Egypt. Can you see the way Money seems not to be relevant anymore. Governments of nations are not afraid to spend money for the right reasons. To preserve lives. The church of God we know it has to be God. No longer play games. That's one of the good things. God said I'm passing over the land but I want to leave a mark. Now the blood shall be a sign. I love this. The blood shall be a sign for you. On the houses where you are. I see the blood on your house. He said, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be. The plague shall not be on you to destroy you. Listen to me. I cannot promise you will not cough. I cannot promise you will not sneeze. I cannot promise you will not have fever. But it shall not destroy you. Amen. You must stop believing a lie. It shall not destroy you. It will not stay on you. 
So this day shall be to you a memorial. Friends, when the time of memorial, history has been written. Isaiah 53, verse 5. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. And by stripes, we were healed. This morning, once again, I pray for healing for all our friends and families. Anyone that we know that may be sick, we pray for healing for many people who are in the hospitals. Listen to me, because someone is on the ventilator right now does not mean they have to die. We pray for that person who is fighting for their life. We pray for that person who knows somebody. We pray for that nurse, that doctor, that frontline staff. This morning, I pray, Lord, for the breeze of God to fly, to come upon you in the name of Jesus. Let the wind that subsides all attack, let it be present in your life in Jesus' name. I do not want to stop this broadcast this morning without giving you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. Listen to me. You may be a member of a family that you have been invited to this broadcast. And you've never given your life to Jesus. This is a very good time to do that. The word of the Lord is not blocked. It's not locked down. It's reaching you now. So say with me. Say after me, Lord Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for allowing me to be alive today. To see this, I give my life to you. I surrender my life to you. Take over my life. Fill me with your presence. Fill me with the blood. Fill me with your spirit. That my life will be lived for you. From today and forevermore. You alone will be glorified in my life. And I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you Jesus for saving me. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. I'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message, please do call us on plus 44 208-597-3110 or you visit our website www.hccenter.org.uk May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again.